Are you one of our regular students for Self-Improvement Wednesday? Each week you get to hear something new. You listen this week, Brenner's Bobtail Squid. The teacher is Dr Mandy Reid, the collection manager at the Australian Museum in the field of malacology. And Mandy joins us on the line. Hello, Mandy. Hello, Richard. The self-improvement is, uh, for me, is learning how to pronounce malacology. Malacology, yes. Malacology is the study of mollusks. So mollusks include snails, um, pippies, clams, that, that particular group, and it also includes squid and cuttlefish and octopus, which are the ones that I'm particularly interested in. Which brings us to this bobtail squid. It's only recently been discovered, and you, you're part of that discovery team. Yes, that's right. Um, late last year, I was contacted by a guy from the Okinawa Institute of Science and Technology in Japan, and he'd, he was a very keen scuba diver as part of his work, and they'd collected um, a few different uh, bobtail squid and also squid the bobtail squid eggs from underneath rocks and they hatched the eggs in aquaria and they but they didn't know what the what species they had in terms of the adults that they'd collected so he contacted me and said um, could I have a look at them and, and give them an idea of, of what species I thought they might be? I've done some work on this particular group of squids, so um, he pulled my name out of the hat. Um, and then he sent me the specimens to look at. And then there's a process where you, you try to discover, presumably, whether they are really new to science. Yes, that's right. That's that's where the um, hard work comes in. Um, so if we think something's a new species, I, I had a look at look at them, and there was one of the the um, two species that I thought, hmm, that doesn't look familiar to me. Then it's a case of digging through the scientific literature to see what species in that particular genus or species group have been described and checking the description. And sometimes you need to dig deeper than that because particularly some of the early taxonomic descriptions aren't very comprehensive. So um, it might be just a line or two explaining what the species is and it doesn't leave you much the wiser. So if that's the case, you need to borrow the type specimen, which is sort of like the voucher specimen representing that species, and compare it to the one that you've got in your hand to see whether you think it's the same or not, if the description's not adequate. And that can sometimes take time because it might be that the type specimens are found in a museum on the other side of the world and you need to borrow it through the mail. And that's um, the beauty of museum collections. We can borrow specimens to look at and study the vouchers to, to really try and nail which species we're looking at. Okay, but this one was a, a new one to science. What was different about it from similar animals? Well, something that struck me straight away as, as different was um, in this particular group of um, squid, the females are usually very difficult to identify. The males um, it have more distinguishing features, um, but in this case, the females... It's sort of you've seen one, seen them all, and you have to have to 
find out some more information. But this one had very large suckers in on the arms of the females um, and that's a characteristic that is normally found in males. And I thought, well, this is kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, we needed to find out some more information and that's where the collaborators in Japan um, did some molecular sequencing as well. And um, together we decided, yes, it was definitely a species new to science. Yeah, hence the Brenner's bobtail squid. How do you how do you determine the name when it's a it's a, a new species? Well, you can more or less call it whatever you like. Um, within rules, um, we have a, have a code, the International Code of Zoological Nomenclature, which has specific rules like Latinizing um, names or giving them a Greek if they've got a Greek root a Greek termination so there's bits and pe- fiddly bits and pieces like that um, but you can really name a species you're free to name the species as you like and um, the people in Japan suggested that they'd like to name it after Sidney Brenner because he was the, f- the president of the Okinawa Institute of Marine Science and unfortunately he passed away last year and he was a very famous uh, molecular biologist and made great contributions to molecular science. So um, I agreed with, with the collaborators that that was a good name to pick. Mm. And, and he's, he's quite important in the history of, of squid science, isn't he? He was the person who, who, said, who described them, this animal group as the first intelligent animals on the planet. Yes, yes, that was a, a bit of an accolade really, wasn't it, for the, the old uh, cephalopods, which is the group to which squid belong. Mm. And they are very intelligent. Um, so, you know, that was a fairly, fairly apt description on his part and they're very they've they've got a nervous system that's quite highly developed and their nervous system is concentrated to form a brain and um, I'm sure we've all heard stories about octopuses and the clever things that Mm. they can do yeah but not only clever now but he's sort of implying that in evolutionary terms they got there very early Yes, yes, that's right. They they um, had well-developed brains from pretty early on in the piece. Um, so, yeah, that he was impressed by that. And a lot of uh, research into um, neural pathways and nervous systems were done with squid um, because of their developed nervous system. Mm. Can I just ask you, finally, I think uh, some people would be quite surprised that scientists are still coming across new species in, in this day and age. Don't we know everything that's down there and around there and up there? No, we don't, we, we, especially when it comes to invertebrates, so animals that don't have a backbone. Um, we only have touched the tip of the iceberg regarding the number of species that there are in the world. Um, people say w- w- there's still 99% to be, be um, discovered. So there's plenty for us to do. Um, unfortunately, taxonomists are a bit of a dying breed in some ways. It's not enough of us to describe all the, all the species that there are to um, learn about and be understood. But there's always new things. I mean, 
an example is the COVID nineteen virus <laughs> that mm-hmm. was that was discovered and and named on the eleventh of February this year. So. Um, yeah, new things are, are popping up all the time. Well, I prefer your squid to that virus, uh, <laughs> Mandy. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, right. thank you very much for your time this afternoon. That's all right. Uh, Th- thank you very much, Richard. There you go. Another self improvement Wednesday. This time on the new species, the Brenners bobtail squid, and the whole business of taxonomy and the naming of new species. Thanks to Dr. Mandy Reid from the Australian Museum. You can listen again online, abc.net.au slash sydney. There you'll also find details of how to subscribe to the free Self-Improvement Wednesday podcast. Next week, another tale from the sea, this time the Greenland shark with Dr Vanessa Parotta from Macquarie University. That's Self-Improvement Wednesday next week. <laughs>